Hello, everyone. I am Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today, we spoke to Mia Giovina, an up-and-coming TikTok superstar with a knack for songwriting. Since she can remember, she's been surrounded by music and at a young age decided to pursue her musical passion. Famous for flipping the perspective of some of today's most popular music, she's currently working on her next original piece. Without further ado, Lilac Sweater by Mia Giovina. When I look into those eyes Oh, it's hard to disguise The feeling that you're giving me I don't think I could hide if I tried Run away back to night I won't be back till July Your fingers drumming on my knees Singing, she done a four or five With you and your Lilac sweater You almost didn't buy Your friends don't like it Won't you wanna look eyes It makes your skin blue And it matches your eyes Lilac sweater Paints a sunset in my mind Lilac sweater Boy, you're looking so fine And you don't get it But you just want Sweater paints a sunset in my mind. Lilac sweater, boy, you're looking so 
Mia Giovina, is that correct pronunciation? Yep. Uh, thank you so much for being on with us today. We really appreciate it. Of course. So you told us that you were really interested in photography and video. Can you just tell yeah. us a little bit about where that comes from? Yeah, I I don't know, honestly, where it comes from. I've just been making like stupid little videos since I was a little kid. Like I remember probably one of the first like videos that I made was like a morning routine like I was super into like the beauty guru side of YouTube when I was like eight years old and my dad had this like blackberry like iPad thing I don't even know what it was I don't think they make them anymore and I remember I still have footage of it of me like showing myself in the mirror like brushing my hair like brushing my teeth um, so yeah, I've been like making stupid little videos like that my entire life. And then in high school, I took a TV media class and I kind of like learned more of like the technical side of it. And, um, yeah, it's just been something that I do for fun and I really enjoy. What's your most current project that you've been working on? Um, I have been working on a ton of stuff right now because I've been focused on music so much. Um, but yeah, I don't know what my next project will be. So yeah. you making those little videos, I feel like YouTube and TikTok and social media in general is really just like the perfect thing for you then. Yeah, yeah, no, I have been since like since I got a hold of a computer, I have been obsessed with like YouTube. And that was the when I was like 10 years old. I was like begging my parents, can I get a Facebook account? <laughs> like that was my biggest dream. And I would always try to uh, force my brother to make a YouTube channel with me. I was like, dude, come on, this is gonna be so good. We're gonna blow up. He was like, we're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've been obsessed with like social media like for as long as I can remember. So I'm definitely like in the right spot. So who were the YouTubers that you found inspiration from? Um, well, like I said, when I was younger, I was really into like the beauty guru side. And that's like what I thought I was going to do. I was like, I'm going to be a beauty guru as well. So I watched like Makeup by Mandy 24. I watched this one YouTuber called Livin' Like Lindsay. I watched uh, Bethany Moda, queen of YouTube beauty guru. Um, yeah, I watched all of like the basic beauty gurus. <laughs> So did you ever kind of branch out? Like what was the, what were some of those other things that you did? Cause you said you started with the beauty guru and like now you're in music. Was there like a transition like, or any other kind of weird wacky things you did? Yeah, I think, I think as long as I've been like into like YouTube and videos, I've been into music probably even longer um, like I've been singing my entire life and I would always do like the talent shows at like my elementary school. And like I said, I wanted to like create a YouTube account with my brother and where we would do like 
comedy skits. And when he didn't want to, I was like, fine, I'll just be like a singer. (laughs) And so I would like spend hours in my basement with my family's camcorder, just recording myself (laughs) singing these songs. And there used to be um, a video on YouTube of me when I was literally nine years old singing You Smile by Justin Bieber. And it was there for so long. And I went to watch it recently and it was taken down which is so upsetting. Um, But yeah, no, I've been like into music probably longer than I've been into YouTube and videos and everything like that. So like you said, you've been doing music like basically your whole life, a really long time. Where was the, the video aspect in like music? So when you got YouTube, was it immediately like, ah, let me do the beauty stuff and comedy skits? And then eventually get to music or did you just immediately go? Yeah, I think I think like the beauty side of YouTube was when I was like pretty young, when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. And then I think when I got to like middle school um, and Vine started being a thing, people would that was like one of the most popular things was people posting six second covers. Um, So I think middle school, that was probably when it like changed from like me just casually watching like beauty videos on YouTube to me watching all of these like musicians and stuff online and like trying to be like them. So were you a vine, a viner as well? Oh yeah, I I tried to be a viner. (laughs) It didn't work out me being like 11 years old trying to compete with all of these adults. Um, But yeah, that was like, that was my goal in life as a sixth grader was to be a famous viner. (laughs) Well, you've made a really successful transition to TikTok. You just recently hit 100,000 followers, which is a huge milestone. When did you start posting your videos to TikTok? Yeah, so I got TikTok probably around, I want to say like probably around this time last year. And when I downloaded it, I was like very much under the impression that it was strictly for dancers. And I was like, I'm not a dancer, so I'm not going to thrive on this app. (laughs) And I think almost everyone says like when they downloaded TikTok, they downloaded it as a joke. And that's exactly what I was like. It's just a joke. I don't even like this app. It's just a joke. And then I found myself spending like 15 hours a day on the app. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, in the beginning, it was definitely just for fun. And I would like post videos of me and my friends dancing. And then I think probably like a couple months into quarantine, um, I posted a cover of, I think it was Harry Styles. Um, Why am I blanking on what song it was? I don't remember what song it was, but it was a Harry Styles song. And I was just messing around in my home studio and I found a video of his um, isolated vocals. So there was no music or anything. And I started playing uh, piano along to it. And then I ended up like putting his vocals into the program I use called Logic Pro. And I just added a bunch of like pianos and strings. And then I started adding my own vocals. And I was like, this could be a TikTok. Like I didn't really expect anything out of it. I was just like, oh yeah, this could be cool. Because at the time I was posting covers on Instagram mostly. And I was like, why don't I try to like transition to TikTok? And so I posted it not expecting anything. And then it got a couple, I think, like, 100,000 views on it. I was like, okay, I like it here. <laughs> so that's very much, um, like, your TikTok is a lot of, like, perspective flip songs, almost. When did you start writing those um, kind of 
Yeah, so I actually saw another TikToker that I had been following. Um, Her name, I think it's, her username is like Stevie Nicks is my mom. (laughs) And she did a Harry Styles song from like another perspective. And I had never seen anybody do that. And I was like, that's incredible. That is life changing. And so um, I tried it out and she ended up seeing it and like liking it and commenting on it. Like, oh, I love this. This is so good. And I was like, queen thank you (laughs) and so I kind of just kept doing that because like I had never thought of doing that and it was like a really cool way and it still is a really cool way for me to like get out my like songwriting itch if that makes sense like but without putting too much pressure on myself because like writing a song like writing your own song can be a lot of pressure and it can be a lot of hard work and so for those days where I just I feel like I need to write a song but like maybe I'm not having like a good creative day or like the idea just isn't coming to me those songs to do them from like the other perspective are just so much fun and they're just like no pressure so yeah how do you choose which song that you like to switch that perspective um I think it's mostly just like songs that I'm listening to at the moment um because yeah I think it's just songs that like I'm obsessed with at the moment and then most of the time like I'll be obsessed with it and then I'll do my own rewrite and I'll like be working on it for like nine hours of the day and afterwards I'm like I can't listen to this song anymore so I usually try like Ariana Grande's new album just came out and I was like oh yeah I gotta do one of these songs and I was like I need to wait a little bit because once I do a rewrite it's like I can't like I've heard the song too many times um but yeah it's just songs that I'm obsessed with at the moment um so you talked about how like that's what you do on your creative different kind of creative days when you're kind of in a different headspace um and you do have your original music so what was that first song that you ever wrote the first song that I ever wrote was I mean I've been like writing little pieces of songs probably like since I've I was like in elementary school but they obviously like weren't any good Um, so the first song that I ever wrote that, like, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to, like, play this in front of people was, uh, at the end of my senior year of high school. Um, it was the night that my best friend was leaving for college. Um, we were, like, standing in my kitchen and, like, just hugging each other and just, like, sobbing. (laughs) Like, it was terrible. And I, like, walked her out to her car, and I came back in, and I went into my mom's room, and I was just, like, sobbing on the edge of the bed. I was like, I don't know what to do, man. And she was, like, one of those, like, movie moments. She was like, write a song. You need to write a song about it. I was like, I will. And so I literally have a video on my iPad, I think, of me playing the song on my piano in the dark, and I'm just crying. Like, no notes are coming out of my mouth because I'm crying so bad. But yeah, I wrote this song called Handprint and it was basically just like about our friendship. And um, I ended up like I played that at like all of my gigs when I would perform out at restaurants and bars and stuff. And that would be like the one song afterwards that people would be like, that's your own song. I was so touched or like once her and her parents came to one of my gigs and like her mom was crying, like listening to it. Like, yeah. So that was my first song that I ever wrote. That's such an emotional experience. Yeah, it too. was. I was messy. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start? You've said that you've been interested in music since as long as you can remember. 
But how did that get started? Yeah, so I've, like I said, I've been into music and like most, I think I was, I started out more being into like just singing. Like when I was younger, like I didn't know how to play piano or guitar or anything like that, but I just loved singing. Um, And then in middle school, or actually in fifth grade, I um, auditioned for my local high school was putting on a production of The King and I. And they needed a bunch of little kids to play the king's uh, children. And so I auditioned and I thought I was on Broadway. I did not understand the concept of like community theater. (laughs) And so I auditioned thinking it was like this huge thing. Um, And I got in. And so that was like my first little like taste of like performing like in front of like a lot of people and I ended up doing theater all throughout middle school um like I played roles like Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast I played Fiona in Shrek um also Ogre Fiona in Shrek and so yeah I ended up doing theater like all throughout middle school and high school but I think freshman year was kind of when it switched from like oh, I like to like sing and do theater and it switched to, oh, I want to make music my career. And like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, Because freshman year, two of my best friends, like literally my two best friends, they both moved. One of them moved to Pennsylvania, which isn't that far from me, but the other one moved across the country to California. And she had been one of my best friends since kindergarten. So I was like, bye. (laughs) So I kind of had to go through like freshman year by myself, which really was not fun. Um, But freshman year, that's kind of when I like turned to music. Like it sounds cheesy, but like I didn't have any friends. So I was like, music is my friend. Um, So like I taught myself piano. I started playing guitar. um, I started performing out at like coffee shops. I started trying to write songs. Um, I made my Instagram account where I posted like singing covers and stuff. I ended up posting like so many singing covers that I remember once a kid at school told me to stop posting so many because I would post like 15 in a row and he told me that it was annoying. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing me. (laughs) So yeah, I think freshman year was when it switched from like fun to like, this is my career. When you say freshman year, do you mean freshman year in high school or freshman year college? Freshman year in high school. Okay. So I so I should be a sophomore in college right now, but yeah. I'm not in college. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So yeah, freshman year of high school. So are you doing anything else right now other than music? Not really. Every, like everything I ever do is just music. Like every single day it's like wake up, music, until I go to sleep. So yeah. There you go. Living <laughs> the dream, honestly. I am. <laughs> what are some of the things that you've listened to either growing up or even now that sort of put you on the track to really like do music? Yeah. So I think, um, when I was growing, I mean, probably like my entire life, like probably since I was like six or seven, like Taylor Swift has been like my idol because I just think that like, I just think she's so smart. Like I know people love to hate on Taylor Swift, But I just think she's so smart, like, in her career moves and, like, her music, like, lyrically. I think she's so clever. 
And I can remember, I think like the first CD I ever got was her first album. And like, I think I got it on Easter, like in an Easter basket or something. (laughs) My mom, like she got me and my brothers like little CD players, like with little headphones and like got us each a CD. And I think my first one was Taylor Swift's album. And like, I would listen to it like in the car. Um, But yeah, I've been really inspired by her my entire life just because I think that I just think she's so creative and so smart and like she doesn't she doesn't really care about like what people think of her she's just like worried about like doing what feels right for herself and I'm just really inspired by that and she's had quite the musical journey like through different genres so is that something that you find inspiration in just like through her experience but as well through her you know kind of musical transitions Yeah, definitely. Because I always say, like, I've auditioned for shows like The Voice and American Idol, like, a million times. And one of the first, like, questions they ask you is, like, what's your genre of music? And, like, I never knew what to say. And I always thought, like, that was a bad thing. I thought that was, like, a terrible thing. Um, Because those kind of shows, like, they want to put you in the box. Like, they want to be able to say, like, oh, she's a country singer, so she's going to go with this coach. Or, like, she's a pop singer, so she's going with this coach. And I just never felt like I fit into just, like, one genre. Like, I didn't want to. Like, I love listening to country music. I love pop music. And I love, like, musical theater music. Like, I love everything. And I love to sing and create every kind of music. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely inspired by Taylor Swift because I feel like she can do like a little bit of everything. Yeah, she's definitely been through such a journey. And so you pull, do you pull inspiration when you're writing through from that kind of idea of like not being put in a genre box? Yeah, definitely. Like just the other day I wrote this song and like as soon as I started writing it, I was like, this is so country. Like I just could picture like somebody like, cam or like even like taylor swift in like her old days like i could picture like them singing it um but i think that like i think that almost gives me more opportunities when like writing music like it just leaves it kind of more open because it's not like i start writing a song and i'm like oh like this doesn't feel like me and then like stop it's just kind of i write like everything and that also i think opens up doors for me because Like, I want to be an artist, but I also want to be able to, like, write songs, like, as a living, too. And so I think to have that ability to be able to, like, think in all of those genres and write in all of those genres, then I can, like, eventually, like, write for artists in all of those genres. So I think it's, I think it's helpful. So where did you sort of start and where are you now in that sort of spectrum? Like, if you're moving around a lot and you're picking out different genres not necessarily picking them out but if you're like picking them up and like you know kind of fluctuating like how how did that transition a little bit like where did you come from and where are you now yeah so I think when I was super young it was like I would want to sing like Adele and Alicia Keys like they were my like main girls and then like middle school it was like only musical theater like that was the only kind of music I ever listened to and ever sang and then high school I kind of started like labeling myself I was like I'm a pop soul singer songwriter like I didn't really know what to call it but I was like it's pop soul (laughs) I don't know what that means but now I think probably 
what I find myself like writing a lot as and like um I just feel like my vibe kind of is now is more like like folky singer songwriter if that makes sense like kind of like Taylor Swift folklore like I feel like that's where I am um kind of like I don't know if you know like Phoebe Bridgers or Lizzie McAlpine they're kind of like in my realm that I really like right now so would you ever consider writing for like musical theater or something along those lines oh yeah yeah there are definitely a lot of like some songs that I write and I'm like this is too theatrical sometimes I'll literally like that is one of like my dad he's not super into musical theater but the rest of my family is so into it that it like drives him crazy and so sometimes like I'll play a song for him and he'll be like I like it it's just so theatrical I'm like but I like that I think that's cool but yeah I would I would love to write like a musical or just a song for a musical that would be awesome so what does your writing process entail? So going through all these different genres almost, is there like when you're writing a song that you feel is more theatrical, is that a little different than when you're writing um, more of a folk kind of song? Like talk us through that process. I think like what's cool about the way I write songs, and I think this goes for like a lot of people, is like I don't necessarily have like, a routine or like a structure to it like I know how to write a song if I had to like write a song like I know the basics of it um but I think some of like my best songs kind of just feel like they write themselves um so I'm always like there are probably a thousand notes in my note app right now that just have like random words or like lines or something and that I just think of, like, I remember one time recently I was in the car with my mom and we were, we were just like driving and this phrase just like came into my mind. I was like, oh my God, blind spot. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, that would be a good song. And she's a songwriter too. And she was like, that would be a good song. Write that down. <laughs> and so I just have blind spot, just like plain in my notes app. Um, so yeah, like my songwriting process, it basically is just like going through my notes and like trying to find something that like I can build off of. Um, and I usually, I usually start with lyrics and then it goes to melody and then it goes to like production and chords and everything like that. So you just have basically a set of building blocks that you look at and try and stick to. Yes, exactly. There's just hundreds and hundreds of random words and lines on my phone. <laughs> but you said your mom is also a songwriter. So were you, are you able to work with her a lot? Do you like run ideas past her and see what she thinks? Like, Yeah, definitely. My parents are both really, really musical. So um, that's really good for me because um, I can just like go to them for like guidance and everything but yeah my mom and I just recently um collaborated on a song that I was writing um it's on my SoundCloud it's called uh Brianna and I was just like stuck on the second verse and I was like I gotta go to my mom <laughs> so I went to her and we ended up sitting in the dining room and we actually ended up finishing the song so that was really really cool um but yeah she's a really really gifted songwriter and then my dad is a really great piano player and just like all around musician. He was in a band when he was younger. And um, like when I would play out at coffee houses or like bars or restaurants or whatever, he would always play the piano for me. And he was really good because he could literally come home from work and I would be like, okay, we're leaving in five minutes for the coffee shop. Can you learn this song to play? And he'd be like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you would just <laughs> learn it in five minutes and be able to play it. I was like, I respect you. I respect the procrastination. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's really, really cool to have them be so musical because I think I definitely got a lot of my love for music from them and I can kind of continue that love with them. So, yeah. So is he the one who taught you how to play the piano when you started learning instruments? Um, My dad, he really wanted to teach me how to play piano. And I mean, I wanted that for us. I think that would have been a great bonding time. But I also think it just would have gone down so poorly just because, you know, it's just not an ideal situation for us. <laughs> it would have been a lot of like arguing more than learning. Um, so I ended up just teaching myself how to play piano from like YouTube videos and stuff. Was that with the guitar as well? Just self-taught? Yeah, with the guitar, it was like, I think, well, he actually helped me a little bit, just kind of like pick up some basic chords on the guitar. And then it was more just like watching YouTube videos and just kind of like trial and error, just trying to figure out how to play it. So could you tell us a little bit about some of just your general inspiration? Like what makes you write? What causes you to do this? Yeah, I think um, I think it's actually like kind of changed a little bit. Like before it was kind of seeing people like Taylor Swift and like Harry Styles just like creating like this art. I was like, I want to create that. And so I just kept like working towards it. And now that I kind of have like a little bit of a platform um, and I have like some supporters, it's really, really cool to like see their reactions to my music. Like it makes me like so emotional, <laughs> like when they comment things like your videos make my day or like your your somebody commented something like your video was the only good thing that happened to me in 2020. I was like, girl, don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> but yeah, it, so they like really inspired me to like keep going. Like you, I would always see like interviews of like these artists talking about like their fans saying like, oh, like my fans are what keep me going. My fans, like I do it for the fans. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then like I started getting like supporters who were like saying these things to me. And I was like, oh my God, I have to keep doing this forever for them. Like if my videos make their day, I need to put out a video for them every single day. Like I never want them to be sad. And yeah, so I really, I honestly like I'll do it a lot for them. So what is what's next for you like original music wise are you releasing stuff are you writing stuff now what do you think is the next step so I'm like I am like constantly just like thinking and trying to write um because I really really want to put out an original song really really soon I just kind of like want to make sure that it's something I really love and I'm really proud of before I put it out um like I don't want to kind of think it like stay in the mindset of like oh like I now I have like this many people following me so I want to like put out a song so this many people listen to it um I kind of just want to put out a song because I really love it and I want people to hear it um but I actually I just had a writing session with my friend Taylor and we started writing this song about kind of like um, outgrowing a place or like outgrowing like your hometown or something like that and I just really resonate with the lyrics and um, so we're gonna keep working on that and I feel like that could potentially be my first single 
Um, Because I definitely want it to be something that, like, can kind of, like, hit home with a lot of people. And that's something, like, that's really true to me. And not so much, like, just, like, a poppy little song. I want it to be, like, super meaningful. You just said that could be your first single. Um, I I know we listened to um, a few of your songs. And, like, you said you had um, created Brianna and the other song that you wrote when your friend had to go to California and whatnot, do you not consider them singles? Yeah, so those are, like, when I say, like, my first single, I mean, like, my first song, like, it's going to go on Spotify and Apple Music, and I'm going to have, like, a big, like, release thing and, like, do promo and everything for that. Like, songs like Brianna, I just, like, put them up on my SoundCloud because I just, like, I produce them in my home studio by myself and everything. But I think when I do like my first like single that's going to go out on all of those platforms, um, I think it's going to be kind of more like professional in a way. Like I'm going to have help from other producers and stuff. So that's just what I mean by like my first single. So do you think you would possibly consider doing that, having a music video and then possibly, you know, producing it yourself yeah for sure yeah I a couple months ago I just I had like a little um cover song of the sound by the 1975 and I me and my friend Marissa we like she helped me film some shots for the video and I ended up editing the whole thing so yeah that would be super cool like and I think Billie Eilish does that for a lot of her videos. She, like, edits them herself or, like, directs them or something. So I can definitely see that being something I do in the future, editing and kind of directing my own videos, since it's something I love so much. So you said you worked with a friend with uh, writing this most recent song. Is that something that you do, like, collaboration-wise, you do often, kind of work with work with others to produce these songs? So that actually, the when I wrote the song with my friend Taylor, that was actually my first, like, writing session ever. Um, like, I had um, a couple other, like, musician friends um, over the past, like, year that we've kind of, like, written a little bit, but we never, like, actually seriously, like, wrote a song. It was just kind of, like, bouncing ideas off each other for fun. Um, but this one was, like, a scheduled, like, set writing session and it was my first one ever and um I have a couple more like set up in the works um so this one was like kind of I got like my nerves out and kind of just got a feel for what it was and I loved it um so I definitely want to do a lot more. Mia where can we find you online? You can find me on TikTok at Bad Girl Mimi. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud all at Mia Giovina. Great. Um, we're really looking forward to whenever it is that um, you have that first single of yours. Um, again, thank you so much for being on with us. We greatly appreciate it. This has been Little Known Tracks. Thank you so much for listening. If you or a loved one want to be featured or know someone who should, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, do yourself a solid and follow us at LKT Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. See you soon.